Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. I know it has been a long time, y'all. Okay. I've been gone for a whole month. The month of July was a lot. It was my birthday. And I had a lot going on. I officiated my best, one of my best male best friends' wedding. Um, I turned 34. So it was a lot going on in July, y'all. So I just had to take a little break. I do apologize, y'all, but I'm back. Okay. Um, so oh my goodness, it's so much that's been going on within the last month, child. Oh my goodness, where did we start? Um, it's been a lot. I know I've been saying I was gonna record the pod, I've been posting I was gonna the pod is gonna be up, this is gonna be up, but I ended up getting a little sinus infection because I'm back into the office and they got your girl sitting underneath this little air vent. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like all the air was coming down on me. So has me like, you know, a little congestion. So I was just feeling a little underneath the weather and no, it's not COVID, but you know, it's so crazy because can't even have like a regular cold allergies or nothing. Can't even sneeze or nothing because everybody think it's COVID. Oh, have mercy. But I'm a little bit better now. Um, so I am here. So, you know, of course, let's get into the shits. Okay, let's get into the shits and giggles. So, of course, this is episode 138, Gossip Girl. Okay, Gossip Girl. Yes. So, let's start the pod off with Damn America. So, Damn America, we have the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. You know, first in the world, it was like, you know, we were fighting racism, we were fighting police brutality, we're fighting this, we're fighting that. Now it's like we're just segregated with the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Because now it's like, you know, local businesses. They're doing a thing where they're like, you know, we're not letting you in unless you're vaccinated, unless you can show proof. So now the unvaccinated, they feel some type of way. They just like, you know what? Well, we don't need your business. Excuse me. We don't need to go here. We're just going to order and pick it up and blah, 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 blah. And then you got the vaccinated like, oh, thank God. Yes, I got my vaccination card. I carry with me everywhere. Carry with me in my sock. Carry with me in my bra. Carry with me in my underwear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just wave it in the air. And it's just like, okay, like, what has the world come to? Okay, this is the thing, y'all. I am not against if you're vaccinated, if you don't want to get vaccinated, because that is your God-given right and your choice in life, okay? We all have choices in life. We all make mistakes in life. We all have to answer to one person. That one person is G-O-D, Okay. So at the end of the day, this has just been crazy with this whole pandemic with COVID. <clears throat> now we know all the insensitives and things that people have been doing to encourage people to get vaccinated have been crazy as hell because my company has done some shit like that too. Okay. My company was on some shit like they was just like, oh, if you get vaccinated, then you can Win a trip to the Bahamas. And if you get vaccinated, you win a Tesla. And if you get vaccinated, 
you're winning a, a million, was it a million dollars? No, I'm stretching it. Uh, I think it's about like maybe 15,000. I don't even know. It was something like that, okay? And it's just ridiculous, you know? Merlin was saying, oh, if you get vaccinated, you get in the lottery. You know, it's never been to the point where they have to do so much bribing, so much, you know, insensitives to try to convince people to get vaccinated. Well, you know, when we had the flu shot, when you go to your doctor for checkups, your doctor probably would be like, you know, well, have you gotten the flu shot? You know, I recommend it or whatever. Now, I did get the flu shot one year and I ended up getting the flu. A bitch was, a bitch was down. A bitch was sick. I was a mess. I've never been, me personally, against vaccines. Now, I do know. And, you know, I guess I can correct myself when I'm wrong or, you know, in the comment section on the pod, y'all can say, I can do recall that when you're younger, you have kids that are younger, in order to go to school, first day of school, they have to have certain vaccinations. Excuse me. If you're traveling to Africa or I think certain continents, countries, you have to have certain vaccinations. So, I think now with the whole COVID and the pandemic, the thing about this, you know, that is just like, it's been so many conspiracy theories out there. So many things with people, you know, not thinking that COVID is real, not thinking that the pandemic is real. You know, people thought that when we have a new president that he was going to shut shit down. You know, just people, just different opinions and different, you know, thoughts and theories or whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about making yourself safe, making your family safe or whatever. And now, you know, it has become this thing where it's just like the battle of the unvaccinated, the battle of the vaccinated. It's just like becoming absurd. It's just a little bit too ridiculous because you have people that are like, you know, really coming at the anti-vaxxers, really coming at people that, you know, just voicing their opinions about how they feel about the vaccine. You know, some people feel, you know, it wasn't FDA approved. You know, some people are looking at, you know, what happened with the whole Tuskegee experiment. You know, just certain things that they're starting to, you know, research and think about and starting to, you know, just evaluate their options. Some people feel, you know, why do I need to get vaccinated? Why can't I just have and live a healthy lifestyle? Why are they not promoting being healthy? You know, why are they just, you know, promoting this vaccine? You know, they promote being healthy. You know, you wouldn't catch COVID and things like that. And the thing is, you know, healthy people are catching COVID. Healthy people are dying children are dying so it's just like you know at the end of the day you have to do what is best for you you know the world is already divided in a sense when it comes to race you know it's divided when it comes to politics is divided almost when it comes to sex is divided when it almost comes to relationships, you know, what you like, you know, what you're into, you know, it's just already divided. So for us to be or add more division based off of facts or based off of medicine or study, whatever you want to call it, it's just a little crazy, you know, it's just it's just a little, a little bit too much, you know, and I just encourage everyone, it's just like, listen, <clears throat> Like I said, do what's best for you. Do what you feel is necessary for you. Now, I did say in previous episode, I do believe this was the last episode that I did. I said eventually they were going to start putting mandates in order. And mandates are coming. They're coming slowly, but they're coming. So if you want to travel, it's going to happen. If you want to get a new job, it's going to happen. If you want to go to school, it's happening. So, you know, little by little, they're going to eventually put all of this into play. And it's just like once they put it into play, you know, what are you going, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to, you know, maneuver it? 
Now, you know, people have their way of manipulating the system, okay? Okay, because the system, listen, you ain't hear this from me, but the system gets manipulated, okay? Okay? So, you know, listen, to each his own. But I feel like this little division that we're doing, you know, the anti-vaxxers and the vaccinate, like, it's just a little bit too much. It's like, you know, guys, we have so many other issues, so many other things that we can really put our energy in, really, you know, focus on instead of keep keeping the division going you know it's so crazy because when trump was in office it was like oh he's dividing the country he's keeping the division he's bringing hate blah 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 blah. but it's just like now we have joe biden here and it's just like okay they're kind of causing a little division because they're saying now that this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated so you know the unvaccinated is feeling attacked because the numbers are going up because they don't want to get you know so it's just a lot and the thing about it is nanny then came out and said that the vaccinated is the ones giving it to the unvaccinated and also giving it to other vaccinated. So the shit just don't make no sense. You know, the CDC, it's almost like the CDC is like when you have like a deadbeat baby mother or baby father and they just come around like every other month or every other three months and act like they doing something for the child, but they really ain't doing shit. That's what the CDC is because First, they came out and said, oh, great news, people. If you're vaccinated, you can just keep, you can just have the best time of your life. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wash your hands. You ain't got to stay six feet. You can just have the time of your life because you're vaccinated, people. Okay. Right. That lasted for like what, maybe a good what, month, two months or so. Okay, numbers started picking up out of nowhere. Then now they came back and was like, okay, vaccinated. Y'all did a little bit too much. Like y'all, you know, pushed it. Like we said that y'all can have a cute summer. But y'all wanted to go out here and have a hot girl summer. And now the numbers is up. And the scientists, they done found out that y'all is carrying the virus to the people that's unvaccinated. Especially the new, you know, variant. And then with these variants. Like these variants, you know, like I told my homegirls in the group chat. These variants are sounding like goddamn sororities and fucking fraternities. They got the Delta variant. The Delta Plus. So let me get let me get this straight. It's the Delta. So I guess the Delta Plus variant is the graduate chapter. Okay, the people who really ain't did shit. And then the Delta variant is the people that really pledged and went through shit. And then you got something like the Lombarda or some shit. Like it's just like all these different names. Okay, I'm just waiting for you know them to break out in a damn party walk. They party walking all right. Party walking up into the people, getting them sick and shit. But, you know, listen, the CDC is really who's to blame here, people like the government, the CDC, they're they're the ones to blame because they are really causing the friction, causing the division because, you know, they put out these articles, they, you know, go on these uh, news stations, these news outlets, you know, attacking the unvaccinated and, you know, making them feel some type of way it's just a lot it's just it's just a lot and if anything y'all y'all know i always say y'all know i always say the media is the number one thing that causes all the drama okay so if we can try our best to stay away from the media and probably try our best to just do what's best for you then everything will be just fine you know and then if you know if you don't want to get vaccinated just back up just back up a little bit you ain't got to be up on everybody you ain't got to be you know crowding people's space and stuff like there's no reason for all of that like keep your distance keep doing things that you were doing listen you ain't got to be out here having a hot 
girl summer that bad, okay, y'all? Because the hot girl summers get us in trouble, y'all. Let's just have a little, you know, cute little knee along summer, okay? Like a little cute little love Jones summer. We don't need to be out here in the streets pop locking and dropping it. And then we're going to be pop blocking and dropping it in the damn hospital, okay? So, you know, I just feel like it should be different ways that this situation can be handled. And I feel like the CDC, uh, Joe Biden and them, they ain't really handling it. You know, handling it. <laughs> Sorry. They not really handling the situation the way that it should. And I'm going to be quite frank with you. I don't see us locking back down again. I do not see that happening. I do not see that occurring. Um, if they were to lock it down again, it would have to be like a strict, strict lockdown to the point where like military would have to be out there type shit. Like we can't leave it up to the governors of the state and all that other stuff. Like it really would have to be like a lockdown in order, um, for this thing to like contain itself because right now it's just like spreading like wildfire so I mean I really don't know what they're gonna do I mean I'm all for the lockdown okay I had me a good time bitch saved some money you know I had happy hour for my girls I rewatched a whole bunch of shows you know so I'm for it but in the lockdown it does cause a lot of things, depression, you know, um, people are very lonely, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot. So I don't think it's going to happen. I just think that they're going to get strict with these mandates and a lot of people are going to be very, you know, surprised. So, you know, listen, to each his own, do what you feel is best for you. You know, don't let people pressure you or do anything that you feel is out of your comfort zone. You know, a lot of people, listen, the government going to give a lot of money because a lot of people is unemployed because companies are forcing people to get vaccinated. And that's why Joe Biden, there's a lot of jobs because people ain't going back to him because they're not trying to get vaccinated. And let's talk about the jobs. They paying little as nothing, like little as nothing, like I looked at a job the other day. I think it said it started off at like $18. I was like, $18? I ain't make no fucking $18 since I probably was 18. <laughs> like, what? So, it's a lot with that too. But, you know, huh? But, I just encourage people to do what's best for you. Okay? Do what's best for you. So, my other Damn America talk topic we have is a black officer shows accountability so this chicago police officer i read this article she um pretty much she i believe she shot someone at a subway station and she pretty much um turned herself in a black lady. Uh, let me see. Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay, perfect. Hold on. Okay, found it. So, she pretty much turned herself in. Um, she's 32 years old. Her name is Melvina. And she faces charges of felony aggravated battery with a firearm and on an official misconduct for shooting this guy in the back in February 2020. So she turned herself in last week and she was released on a $10,000 bond after she agreed to like not not to contact the um excuse me not to contact the guy that she had shot. So pretty much it was like cell phone um, uh, footage that reported the individual at the Chicago subway station. And it shows the officer, she chased him, who they said the suspect 
was like breaking the law. I guess they was he was like walking through the train cars or something while the subway was moving or something like that. So the officer, she had asked him to exit the train car and step on the platform. And I guess there was like three other people standing outside of the train car. And um, the guy informed them that he was trying to escape the uncomfortable situation where I guess somebody was like, you know, harassing him. So I guess at one point doing all of this, the guy, he turned his back towards the officers and proceeded to look at his book bag when um, the lady, I guess the officer grabbed him from, I guess like another officer was out there, I guess. Um, Butler, the officer's name was Butler, grabbed him from behind and then a physical altercation happened. So... This was another officer on the scene. So the officer that turned herself in, she then opened fire. And it was it was unclear how it um, struck the um, the guy. But I think it like struck him in the abdomen or the chest, something like that. And he tried to escape by running up the escalator, but she shot him for it. She shot him again. A second time, I think she shot him, like, in the butt or in the hips or something like that. So, I guess after the video, like, made its way on the internet and, like, surfaced, the superintendent at the time removed both the Officer Burgard and Officer Butler from their post and revoked any of their rights and all this stuff, um that they had as police officers until the results came back of the, uh, of the investigation. So, of course, Lightfoot, she called the, inc- the inc- incident, you know, extremely disturbing, and she suggested that they be fired for their actions, whatever. The guy, he took a federal, a federal lawsuit against both of the officers, and then his attorney said that he hoped the charges charges will force the city to take action or whatever like that. So, if she's found guilty, she can face up to 30 years in, you know, in prison. This is the thing that I have with this. <clears throat> so, okay. It ain't take them no time, okay? Like, it ain't take them no time. Whereas, normally, y'all, and y'all can attest to this, Normally, we got to protest. We got to burn shit down. We got to do all these things. Whereas this situation right here, they didn't take no time. And, you know, this officer is showing, to me, is showing accountability by, you know, turning herself in. And... The difference here is, too, that this officer, she is a black woman. She's in her 30s. So, of course, I, you know, she's probably aware of, you know, everything that that's, you know, goes on. And, you know, she probably keep keeps up with certain uh, police stories and things like that. But what I'm trying to the point that I'm trying to make is <laughs> this goes back to the whole race thing. If the shoe was on the other foot and this was a white officer, the white officer would probably still be working. We wouldn't even, you know, we would have to go through like a million and one protests. We would have to burn fucking Target. We would have to do all these things. It would take days. It would probably take months for them to even get the officer to turn themselves in. All of these things. Now, this did happen back in... February 2020. So maybe this is, you know, maybe one of those situ, you know, situations. I'm not sure. I can't really call it, but I think that I just look at this situation very different than previous situations that we have seen before from, um, from different police, you know, situations. You know, this happened in 2020. You know, she turned herself in. You know, we didn't have to go through so much to get her, you know, to turn herself in. 
you know, so I do feel like the situation here is a little bit different. Um, I do also feel like, um, I do also feel like it just pretty much doesn't really like add up to all the other situations that we, you know, that we have seen. And that's just my, you know, personal opinion. Um, I feel like people are saying that her partner, you know, ordered her to shoot and she did exactly what her, you know, partner told her to do. So, I mean, honestly, does it deserve a death sentence? I don't think it does. But since we're in the height of, you know, police brutality, it kind of is just like, okay, mm, whatever. They're going to make an example out of her only because she's African-American and she's a woman. So I do know that they're probably going to try to give her probably the maximum uh, prison time for sure. Now, I just think that I, I want to take that back and say, you know, it's not about accountability because it's happened in 2020. So I'm guessing now it kind of just probably got to the height of everything. I'm not sure. But like I said before, I'm just looking at how the situation was presented. We didn't have to do so much for her to turn herself in. You know, she turned herself in was not a problem. She didn't have to, you know, uh, plead with this, that, and the third. Like they got rid of her immediate, you know, immediately relieved her of her duties. It's just like, you know, certain things we got to go out here. We got to hold a sign up. We got to do petitions. We got to do all these different things. So that's why I'm just looking at this a little bit crazy. Just like, okay, now, you know, we didn't really have to do much with this situation. Like this situation was just like, okay, great. Like, she turned herself in. Good. That's what we need. Let's, you know, move on with the next. So I'm not really, you know, how I, you know, too keen. I don't know how I feel about it. I just feel that, of course, this situation plays out different because of the color of her skin and how, you know, this is this is going about now. And really, it really will play out different for me, too, depending on the the, the initial suspect, you know, was he a white guy? Was he black? You know, certain things. Unfortunately, it's a shame that we have to think this way and analyze things this way because of how they are presented to us in the world. But at the end of the day, we know damn well, if this was a white cop, we would, this would not be a quick thing like this. Like this would not be a quick, like kind of like turnaround type thing. Like, no, it would be like, you know, months. Okay. Days. I mean, even though it was a year that this happened, but we have seen what has gone on two, three, you know, long, longer process. So <sighs> America is just, America is just one shady ass person, okay? Just shady, it's just untrustworthy, and it's just racist. And I I, I may be just, I'm not condoning, let me make this clear. I'm not condoning anything that she did, because I, one, was not there. I have not seen any of the video footage, none of that. But two, I'm just looking at the situation of how situations have been these last year. Primarily, mainly when we go back to the whole George Floyd thing, you know, how much we had to do the whole, you know, summer during the pandemic, you know, how the responses is that we got. So I'm just looking at it in that perspective. It's just like, okay, we didn't even have to do much. Like in Chicago, I have not seen them done shit. And this didn't take that long to happen. So, you know, it's just like, damn America. Like, jeez, are we still, we're still on that. We're still on the whole, like, you know, you're white, you, you get privilege, you're black, no privilege, like, no nothing, stop on the wrist. This is what you're about to get. Boom, it's coming at you. So... They're definitely going to make an example out of her, for sure. Definitely going to make an example out of her because they probably, probably, probably are going to let it be known or make it, you know, be known that, you know, 
do have black cops that are out here doing the same thing that y'all say that the white cops are doing that y'all out here marching. So, hey. Um, so, you know, it was a lot of other things that we could have, you know, I could have discussed in damn America since I've been gone for a whole month. But, you know, those two things kind of just caught my eye. But, uh, you know, today some things came out, you know, with Como. And I'm not really going to talk about it as much um, because I haven't uh, really looked into it as much today. But what I will say is this. I just find it funny how things are playing out with the whole Como situation. And I just want to know why would he resign in 14 days and not immediately, you know? And it's quite funny how the girl, she did a Good Morning America interview today And then Cuomo came out and said that he's resigning. So, you know. And it's crazy, too, that the president wants to call for him to resign. But, Joe, you have had allegations just like the ones that are against Cuomo. You have had some come out against you as well. So, listen. Is there anybody, anybody in the world who doesn't have a scandal... Anybody in the world who, you know, ain't sexually harassing anybody that would love to be a political figure. Like, can we find them, please? Like, goodness gracious. I mean, we just, we got rid of one scandal to come back to another scandal to bring more scandals. Like, Lord have mercy. And I keep saying like, oh, the Democrats are, they're holding their people accountable. Um, Joe Biden, y'all not holding him accountable now. Y'all not holding him accountable at all. So, I don't know what y'all mean by that, but hey. Who am I? Okay. So, that would be damn America, people. Listen, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, you don't. Okay, let's not, you know, have this big war type situation going on with people. Okay, y'all? Like, let's just not do all of that. That's just a little bit too much. Okay? Just a little bit too much. So, let's get into our Rising Star segment. So, for our Rising Star, we have Philip Aubrey. He is from Oakland, California, and he left um, this company, Alexis. Um, I think it was like um, uh, in it's some it's some type of company called um, Alexis Capital to found the social savings app called Unite. And targeting minority and immigrant communities. And his uh, app, I guess, uses accountability features like peer voting and social initiatives that bring collaborative savings into mainstream U.S. culture. Uh, So he went, he has a Bachelor of Arts and Science in Boston College. And I believe he's like 25. Yeah, he's 25 years old. So, shout out to Philip. Um, he's our rising star. So, we lift you up, good man. Okay. All right, y'all. So, let's get into the best um, segment that everyone loves and enjoys. And they just have themselves a good time, which is the Twerk Something segment. Okay. So, um... When we get into this Twerk Something segment, y'all, I just want y'all to know, like, listen, this stuff that's been going on these last month or so has been a little crazy, okay? Um, So, the Real Housewives of Potomac, listen, the season has been everything. They understood the excitement. I loved it, okay? Loved it. Now, we know there's been some things in the blogs before the season started about Wendy and her husband and they said that her husband had a secret baby or was cheating so of course messy as Giselle is and I love Giselle because she makes reality TV y'all okay she Bravo loves her they would never probably get rid of her and she brings the tea to Potomac so 
of course, she's going to be bringing these rumors up this season. Her and Wendy is going to get into it. And this is my whole thing. You know, Wendy's on a couple of episodes. She's debuting this new body of hers. She got her titties done, got her ass done. And I think that was about it. Now, if anybody that watches The Real Housewives, y'all know that Wendy was not dressing like that. She was a professor. She was conservative. She was, you know, talking about her four degrees every three minutes. She's doing all these things. Now, people can say like, oh, you know, this is her second season. She's, she's getting comfortable. She wasn't really comfortable her first season. Let me tell you something. If you want to be a fan favorite and you want people to love you, you're going to bring it your first season. Okay? You're going to bring it. You're going to keep it real. That's why I like Giselle. Giselle has been tacky ever since the very first episode of Potomac Housewives. Okay? She already told us about this man. This ex-husband of hers who's a cheater that everybody in Baltimore knows that she cheats, okay? Now, so we know, okay? Now, one day, you know, I'm looking at her uh, appearance, her attire, and it's giving me, you know, force. It's giving me somebody that is kind of probably going through something. Like, you know how, like, you with somebody and you do find out that they, you know, cheated or was cheating and you end up seeing the person that they cheated on you with and you just looking at them. You know, women do this. They look at the girl and they're like, oh, well, damn, she got them big titties and damn, she got that butt. Oh my God, her she And they start to change things within themselves. Because they think that that's what they, you know, what they man wanted. So they changed themselves in order to try to keep their man at home so they won't go and venture out no more. So to me, as I've been watching this season, because it's only been like five episodes. That is what Wendy is portraying to me. Okay. She's wearing these two small tops on these big boobs you know first of all she lied and said she didn't get her ass done and she did get it done okay so you know you're getting mad at Giselle because she's bringing these rumors to the table and the rumors were already in the blogs but your actions are screaming he cheated (laughs) like it's just screaming he cheated because you know I don't want to hear people talking about oh well you know, maybe this is something that she wanted to do for herself. Maybe she wanted to, you know, make herself feel good. And she wanted to change the standard third about her appearance. Listen, I'm not trying to hear that. Save that shit, okay? The way she dressing and the things that she doing, that's screaming, my man done cheated on me. And it's coming out. And I'm with Giselle on this whole, you know, evaluation argument whatever y'all want to call it Giselle is bringing the fire bringing the tea okay and you know the girls understood the assignment and I'm not mad and Ashley she is the number one bone carrier of the whole season okay because she carries all the bones Giselle starts it up and then Ashley comes and she's like a, she's like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Giselle is like, Giselle is like Tweety Bird. She all cute and fake, you know, innocent. Cause Tweety Bird was a little shady a little bit. She was a little shady. And then Ashley is like Tasmanian devil. She come in and she just, woo, this shit just gets, it just is a, woo, it just do a 360. Okay. And sometimes when she brings the shit, she don't even bring it right all the time. Like, the information be all wrong. So, you know, she just starts the shit up. And we like a good startup. We like a good startup. So, the girls the girls are bringing it. But that Wendy, that Wendy is not going to sit there and tell me, okay, she's nice, chocolate, beautiful, Nigerian, four degrees, going to tell me that she had some... Uh, you know, self-esteem issues with her. I'm not trying, I'm not 
you know, I may be like, you know, y'all may be like, oh, Shay, you ain't know. You don't know what nobody going through. I ain't listen. I ain't trying. I just can't see that. Okay. She screams to me that the rumors was true. Eddie was out there with a wandering eye. Got sick of her and all them damn kids she's trying to have. She's trying to have a candle business. All this shit. And Eddie like, shit, forget this. I done seen me another little thing. I'm going to go out here. Boom, boom, bang. And that's what's going on. So, you know, we'll watch. We'll sit back and see how it unfolds. But, you know, the encore of it all is that it's going to be some good, you know, popping drama. Okay? Good popping drama. Now, speaking of encore, I don't know if y'all watched the encore on BET with, you know, Shamari, Nivea, Keely, those two twins from Cherish, um... Irish and her sister from 702, uh, Pam from Total, and I think Aubrey was on there. Aubrey done left child. She done deserted the group. She looked terrible. She had too much plastic surgery. I don't know what she did to herself. Nivea was cool. She didn't, Nivea was just, you know, fed up. She wanted to be on some woman empowerment shit because, you know, she's never been in a girl group. So, you know, she's only had to worry about herself. So she was about fed up with them bitches, about to fight them. And the 702 sisters. Okay, let's bring it to them. Irish and La, what was her name? Letitia, Lamisha, something with a love. Her and Irish are sisters. They was the two light-skinned ones in 702. Because, you know, they had the dark... The dark-skinned one was the one that did all the um, main singing. Irish... <laughs> First of all, Irish don't even look the same like she did back in the day. The sister don't even look the same. She done got big. They just, they just look terrible. They can't sing. They smoking them cigarettes. And they mad... At the church twins, because the church twins is basically trying to tell them, like, look, y'all bitches is not equipped to be in this group. You can't sing, you can't dance, you just you're just a mess. They get mad, they get upset, and they want to go home. Thank girl, listen. When it came down to the episode, and it was time for them to go, and they wanted to go home. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Finally, they realizing that they need to go home. They up there talking about, oh. They ain't been in the game long enough. And da 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 Listen. 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 How you going to want to try to be back known and be back popping or whatever if you out there smoking cigarettes, looking to... Like, they just look so bad, y'all. Like, I really need y'all to get into this show because the season finale is tomorrow. They look so bad, y'all. They look just look so bad. And Iris used to be gorgeous back in the day. I mean, we loved Iris. She was beautiful. Like, if y'all can recall, in 702, the dark-skinned girl was beautiful as well. But Irish, like... Everybody loved Irish, like loved her. I mean, just gorgeous. I don't even see, I, I just, mm. child, listen, you know when the money run out, child. And now Pam, Pam from Total, she not even, you know, I, child. Pam says she saved y'all and ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with being saved, Lord, because I love the Lord. I love him. But Pam is just taking this safe thing to another level, child. She just, I just, child, listen. All I can do is encourage y'all to watch it because it is a quite piece of work. And um, it it does, <laughs> that Keely is a lot, child. First, she's talking about she's not trying to be in the group. Then she, so she another one that make good reality TV. Then she, you know, crying in the, crying in the kitchen, talk about, I'll do whatever it is y'all want me to do and I said what the fuck is happening this bitch done broke out in tears like what is happening here like bitch are you going to be in the group or not like you wanted to be in the group from the very beginning are you going to be in the group or not okay then it's like they want her to be in the group she say yes to be in the group then she get up there the bitch don't know she, she don't know how to dance she forgot the lyrics she, she just a hot ass mess okay a hot ass mess and she done did all of that to be in the group but listen y'all gotta watch it for yourselves because when i tell y'all 
that is a mess. The show is a mess. It's it's messy. It's messy, but they got some cute little songs, though. They did come together with some cute little songs, but it is very messy. Very, 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 very messy, okay? Very messy, so. So, you know, I'm strolling through my timeline, and I come across, you know, Mick Cannon, his interview with The Breakfast Club. And, you know, before I get into Nick Cannon, I just want y'all to know, you know, that the same energy that y'all have for my brother Future, how y'all come at him and how y'all call him a deadbeat and he out here making all these babies on his side. I just want y'all to have the same energy for Nick Cannon, okay? He's not off limits, okay? Because the way y'all be coming at my boy Future, just have that same energy for Nick Cannon, okay? Just just please, just, just, do, just do me that solid, okay? So, you know, Nick Cannon is on The Breakfast Club and, you know, he's trying to explain his penis, you know, escapades, okay? You know, the shit that he's saying, I I can't even really understand it, really. Pretty much, it just sounds like, and I'm just going to sum it up in the ghetto way, pretty much, it just sounds like he said, listen, I ain't tied down to one girl, I'ma smash these bitches, I'm going to do whatever I want. I love having sex. Yeah, I use condoms, but sometimes they pop. And when they when they pop, I look at the girl and I be like, you want me to keep going? And she be like, yeah, daddy, keep going. And I keep going. And pre-cum is a motherfucker. That's what I got from it. Just to sum it up the ghetto way. And after he, you know, messed with that one person... You know, they be together for like, you know, a couple of months. And then once, you know, she gets into her second trimester and she's almost due, they go and take maternity pictures together. And then after that, he's already on to the another girl that he's talking to and they date for a little bit and then he's having sex with her. So pretty much he's just out here having sex with everybody, dating. And doing what he want to do. Pretty much he being a hoe. Now, if a woman was to do this, of course, y'all. You know, you know, one of y'all little friends. Y'all little girlfriends. Because y'all got some girlfriends that be doing that. She dating. You know, she with this person, that person. This and the third. Blah, 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 blah. Having the baby. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, bang, boom. So, you know, the whole thing about the Nick Cannon thing... (laughs) I always thought Nick Cannon was corny as hell. I swear to God, I did. I, I just really thought he was corny. And, you know, when he talk about, you know, nobody is belong to nobody and tied to nobody. You know, I think when he was married to Mariah Carey, I just think that... I just think he did that just to see if he can get Mariah. Because it was like, you know, when he was with Mariah Carey... He had got that tattoo of Mariah on his back. And it was just like when he was with her, people was like, Nick Cannon is really with Mariah Carey. Like, we couldn't even fucking believe it. It was like, Nick Cannon is really with Mariah Carey. Like, they really had twins together? Like, for real. Nick Cannon? Nah. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, corny as shit. He with Mariah Carey. So it was just like, to him, I feel like he was just proving people wrong. Like, yeah, I can get Mariah Carey. Like, fuck y'all mean. Like, I can get Mariah Carey. And when I get her, I'm gonna fucking marry you. So it's just like, you know, that's how I feel how he thinks in his mind. I think in his mind, he thinking like, yeah, I'm corny. Like, you know, people know when they, do people know when they corny? (laughs) And if people know when they corny, it's just like, you know, when you get dressed and you be like, yeah, this outfit is whack. Like, you look in the mirror. Do people know, like, damn, I'm probably corny? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he just think, maybe he know that he corny and he probably just trying to prove something to his stuff that he can get all these. But I don't fucking know. But his dick is out here swinging and them, them them escapades he having the shit that he say on the breakfast club he try to use some big ass words that we didn't understand okay we had to go look up in the dictionary to see what the fuck he meant and basically the ghetto ass way that i just explained it is what he was trying to say okay but he wanted to be you know cute and dainty i don't fucking know with his response but 
yeah, you know, he did say he, he did say he wear condoms. He said he wear the magnums. Okay. That's what he said. And he said that things happen. He was like, shit be happening. So Nick, things happen all the time. So Nick, Nick Cannon, things happen seven times, seven times. Nick, you got seven kids. So each time something happened and I was like, is they getting pregnant on the first time they have sex? Like, what the fuck is really going on? Like, what is happening during these escapades? Like, I'm just trying to really figure it out. Like, and we're not even just going to blame him. Because, like I said, the condom probably popped. He probably looking at them like, you want me to stop? Hold up. You want me to put another condom? And she probably like, because y'all know y'all probably been there before. Don't act like y'all haven't. She probably like, no, just keep going, keep going. Just let me know when you pull out, blah, 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 blah. You know the little thing. And and then, God forbid, he forget. And then, there you go. So, you know, we can't even fault him. But, bruh, I just need you to, like, when you, when you get on your eighth child, because it's probably happening, when you get on your eighth child, just switch it up. Just don't do the damn photo shoot or none of that shit. Just, you know, don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. Don't do nothing at all. Okay? Because the photo shoots is what kill us. These maternity shoots. Like, these maternity shoots is just, like, ridiculous at this point. Because it's like every single one gets maternity suit. And the thing that be so, the thing that just be so devastating and so just mind-boggling is that these bitches really be sitting up here and they just be cheesing from fucking ear to ear. They just be like, ding. Like, they just be in la-la land. Like, they just really be having a good time. I, I don't know. I don't know. They just be having a... I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Don't know. Um, You know... Girl, listen. You know, he did also mention... You know, he talked about the baby and he talked about how, you know, the baby needs to be educated. He doesn't need to be canceled. My whole thing with the whole the baby thing, I heard what he said. Now, <laughs> could he have said something else? Yes. But then I'm also, you know, got to be a little devil's advocate. And I'm just thinking, you know, back in the day when we went to concerts, People would be like, you know, if you ain't if you ain't broke, put your damn hands in the air, or if you ain't fuck no nigga tonight, da, 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 you know, certain stupid shit, you know. So maybe he was thinking along that line. I don't know, but I I understand where people I I understand when people are just like, okay, dude, you could have said something totally different. You know, what you said didn't even go with the song that you was, you know, rapping, whatever. You know, he could have just been like, you know, if you ain't, if you ain't got the color blue on the night, put your hands in the air or, you know, wave like you just don't care. Do the hokey pokey. I don't even know. Like, I'm still trying to figure it like, like, I'm still trying to figure it out. I, I haven't figured it all out you know the baby was already a mess when he was going around punching people and punching females and you you know you saw that video how he uh punched that girl in the face at the show so he already was a menace to society so now it's just like it's two ways that I kind of look at it it's just two it's like okay damn this cancel culture crap is just like what the fuck is that and then it's just like okay the baby like you could have chose any other thing but this is what you said you know it part of me wants to interview somebody that was there at the show because I really want to get their reactions versus the social media reactions because I really want to know like how they felt like were they offended did they feel some type of way like you know, was it like, you know, in the moment, you know, like what, what was really like playing out during the whole situation? But <clears throat> I just feel like <sighs> the world is very sensitive these days. And, you know, 
topics can't be discussed. Sayings can't be discussed. Opinions have to be a certain type of opinion. And um, I do feel that <laughs> his ass could have, you know, he could have said something else. He could have. I, I mean... He could have said something else. I mean, anytime you got Chris Brown coming out and saying, like, yo, nigga, just do your show, you know it's bad. Because my man, my boo stays in trouble with some shit. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. You know, he took his he took his little apology post down that he posted. So I'm I'm just really, I'm really confused by the whole thing. I really am. And I honestly am not even trying to fucking figure it out anymore because I'm still trying to, I'm trying to figure out where the hell is the Kanye album and Kanye is living. He's moving out of the Mercedes Benz stadium and now he's going to be moving to another new stadium. So pretty much it sounds to me, this is what Kanye is doing, y'all. It sounds that Kanye has created a listening party tour on the love that's what he has created he has created a listening party tour so instead of going on tour for an album he has started something new where it's going to be a listening party tour so whatever new stadium that he's working on the album he's going to do a listening party for that one and he's going to give us another version a different version of donda with different artists on it that's what he's doing i've put it all together he's doing a listening party tour and people are gonna still go buy it people are still gonna go do the merch because they want to go for the experience to see kanye because they know he puts on the show and he's a genius now is this a little crazy and is it a reach yeah because we just like okay nigga just put the album out but nobody has ever done this before nobody has ever thought of doing this before so, you know, he wants to be the first person, the trendsetter, and he's making it trend. And listen, I personally probably won't go and see. I, I don't know. I can't say I won't. I can't say never say never. I don't know. But I put together that is what I think that he's doing. So, where he's going next, I do not know, but I guarantee you it's going to be a different version of the album. And Justin LaBoy is going to let us know because now he is on Kanye's payroll to be his PR, okay? Because Kanye don't tweet because the last time he tweeted, he didn't tweeted some shit that he wasn't supposed to. So, you know, that's what we're going to have because I, I just can't see or understand why the mixes ain't together yet and why the album ain't out I, I really don't I mean maybe because the album is very sacred you know it's dedication to his mother I don't know but just doesn't 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 I just don't understand it at all um I don't know and you know speaking of albums so you know Jocelyn Hernandez she said that she has a Grammy Award song. You know that song. Do it like it's your B-Day. Baby, do it like it's my B-Day. Baby, do it like it's my B-Day. Baby. Listen, the song is very catchy. Okay? And who's to say that she won't win a Grammy? Because they've, the, they've been giving Grammys away to people that got shit out here that don't even make any fucking sense. So, who's to say that Jocelyn Hernandez would not get a Grammy? Okay? Because the song is very catchy. She got a little dance move with it. Okay, Cardi B was on the, you know, done to listen to this. Oh, Megan, good. Okay, she got she got the catchy song there. So it may be Grammy worthy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't knock it. I wouldn't fucking knock it, honey. I wouldn't fucking knock it. Let me tell you, if she wins the Grammy, honey, hmm. I bet you Stevie J gonna try to come and take all the shine and act like he was this, that, and the third. And Jocelyn done moved on with her new man, Ballistic, okay? And honey, honey. But <laughs> is the song Grammy worthy? Hell no. But you never fucking know. You never fucking know in the music business, but we, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. Do it like it's your B-Day, baby. Do it like it. That's the only word I know. Because all the other shit, I don't understand what the fuck she's saying. It's like she's speaking 
It's like she's singing broken English or something. I don't know. Her her English is horrible. It's horrible. It is terrible. Like, it is the worst thing I have ever encountered before in my life. Like, I just... Uh, child, please. Woo. Do it like it's my B-Day, baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, let me see, y'all. Lord, help us. Lord, Lord. Um... <laughs> Lord, R. Kelly said that herpes is not an STD. I can't even comment on it, y'all. I don't even want to talk about it. I just don't understand it. So, he's not denying that he gave anybody herpes. He's just saying it's not an STD. Now, what the fuck is it then? If it's not an STD, then what is it? What is it? You know what? Let, let, let's see. Because you know what? He ain't about to make me seem done. Let me see. <clears throat> Hmm. He ain't about to make me dumb. Uh, that's what it looked like to me. It says genital no herpes is a common sexual transmitted disease that any sexual active person can get. So what the hell is he talking about? Okay. Even without signs of disease, herpes can still be spread to sex partners. So who the hell told him that it's not an STD? See, now he's just making up shit, okay? It don't even make sense. Like, who in their right mind? Like, who are these people publicists? Does he even have a publicist still? Like, who are these people publicists? Why the fuck did they think it was okay for him to come out and say that he wanted to be thrown out of the court, um, of the court case because it's not an STD? the fuck does he think it is like the fuck what is it then tell me what it is i wish somebody should have asked him well what is it then robert kelly what is it what what do you define herpes as what is it a gift a present like what is it a virus like what the fuck do you think it is please tell us like what what is it? Not a big deal? Like what the fuck is the hurt? I, I I I'm just appalled that he even thought to say that. Like what? The fuck? Shit doesn't even make any sense, child. He just been locked up in his mind is probably just going a mile a minute, child. He just saying anything. He probably ain't getting no sleep, poor thing. And he probably just said anything, child. And he ain't even say the bad thing about it is, y'all. He he didn't deny. He didn't deny not getting a herpes. He said it's not an STD. Okay. Lord help us, child. Lord, Lord, Lord. What are we to do? But okay, listen. The talks of this segment is a little. Uh, it has been something. Uh, it's been these, I took off for a month for a reason, y'all, because these people have been crazy doing all types of shit. You got young Miami with Diddy Dusty ass. Okay. OJ talking about he could probably be sitting next to Nicole Killer. Now, OJ, you need to stop. Okay. Now, just because them gloves ain't fit your hand that day. Now, they know. Come on now, OJ. You need to fucking stop, child. Why do people bring so much attention to themselves over the over stupid ass dumb shit like who are for real y'all who are these people publicists because there's no way in the world i would have my clients say no dumb ass shit like that okay no way in the world can't be it just can't it just can't happen that way so um let's get into what you won't do so what you won't do famous white people is keep telling us and letting us know that you don't wash your ass, okay? I done seen Ice T wife come out talking about she don't bath, okay? She may take the washcloth and hit up under her arm. Then we had some other little couple talking about they don't bath, they don't wash their children. Okay, listen, okay, listen. I don't know why they thought it was okay to do this as a public service announcement. Or to let it be known. Maybe they want to. Maybe they want to tell us so that if you're ever around them and you smell something or you smell an ass, it's them. 
Maybe that's what it is because there's no way in the world that you can't tell me that when you go to the bathroom, you, you ain't smelling yourself if you ain't wash your ass. So you mean to tell me if y'all out here taking shits and shit, what y'all doing? Just taking a baby wipe and wiping your ass? Like you won't even, you know, take a shower for the night after you take a night shit or a morning shit? Like this people just dirty, just nasty child. Like, what in the hell? They washing your ass. Talking about she can go three days without... I think she said... What she said? She said she don't bathe every day. What the fuck? Listen. Listen, y'all. People. 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 Wash your ass. Okay? Don't listen to what these people doing. I don't know what it is that they doing. I don't know why they think it's Okay? You need to wash your ass, okay? What you won't do is tell us that. That's nasty, okay? And I don't know why they think that it's cute. Especially females, okay? We sweat down there. Wash your ass. Wash it, okay? Love. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm, that one right there got me. Woo, child. So listen, this is episode 138, Gossip Girl. Thank y'all so much for being patient with me, good people. I am back. We're going to have regular episodes, okay? Post it for sure. Um, Of course, you guys can stream them on all streaming platforms. Google Play, Spotify, Our Heart, Apple Podcasts. Also, please tell everybody to follow the pod. Um, You can follow us on Instagram and also Twitter at Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And on Twitter, I think it's Shanghai um, Chronicle 1, I believe. Um, So make sure you do that. Um, So, of course, you know, guys, enjoy the rest of your work week. Okay, good people. Please stay safe. Please, 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 people, make sure you wash your ass. Okay? And I'm out.